Thanks for tuning in. Ham Talk Live will be on the air shortly. Please stand by. This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you by Tower Electronics. For connectors, cables, and more, call 920-435-2973 or visit pl-259.com. And by ICOM. Heard it? Worked it? Logged it. Visit www.icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information about ICOM radios. It's Ham Radio. Good evening, everyone. It's Ham Talk Live, episode number 216. It's a Yoda summer. Recorded live on Thursday, June 11th, 2020. I'm your host, Neil Rapp, WB9VPG. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Ham Talk Live. Tonight, we're joined by Sterling Mann in Zero SSC and Jocelyn Bro. KD8VRX, and we'll take your calls live in just a few minutes. Last week here on the show, the Pearson family was here to talk about their amazing ham family. If you missed the show, you can listen anytime over at hamtalklive.com or on your favorite podcast app or on YouTube. And you can catch Ham Talk Live on the rebroadcast on WTWWAM. That's 5085 kilohertz on Saturday afternoons, about 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time. A few announcements here. Again, uh, we're finishing up the Ham Talk Live t-shirt order. If you would like to order one, they are $20. That includes shipping if you're in the U.S. If you're outside the U.S., we'll just add on the difference on the pricing, on the uh, shipping, rather. Uh, go to hamtalklive.com. There's a link there for the show schedule and shirt order. So click on the shirt order, and um, those need to be in in the next few days. The deadline is the 15th of June. Um, so get those in. Also, don't forget, next week we have Paul Bork in one SFC, or SFE, rather, if I can get that right, uh, coming on to do the field day Q and a show. And, um, I know they put out a, a frequently asked questions thing today, uh, at ARRL.org about some of those rule changes. And he will be here next week to talk about those rule changes and take your questions. So if you have field day questions, make sure you have those ready for next Thursday night. And we will do that. Also, the 100 watts to wire tune-up started just two hours ago. And um, it's on the air right now. And um, that goes through Sunday at 2359. So check out your field day setup. And uh, there's a team and winner-take-all prize package 
So check that out at 100wattsandawire.com. All right, well, get your questions ready to go about youth on the air. If you're listening to us live on Thursday night, you can give us a call. After we talk a little bit, uh, the telephone number, I'll go ahead and give it to you now so you can write it down and have it ready to go or punch it into your phone. It's 859-982-7373. Again, 859-982-7373 is the number to call. Uh, you can also tweet us. It's at HamTalkLive on Twitter. If you're on Spreaker, you can comment, and that'll pop up on the screen here. So I'll be back with the Yoda Bunch right after this word from Tower Electronics right here on Ham Talk Live. Thanks for choosing Tower Electronics. How may we help you today? We have PL259s. We have in connectors. We have SMA adapters. We have BNC adapters. What can I show you today? Where's the tower? Well, we don't actually have a tower with us, but we have all kinds of things you can use with a tower. We have power poles, antennas, soldering irons and meters. Where's the tower? <laughs> Ma'am, that's the name of our company. We can't haul towers to all the ham fest across the country that we visit, but we have almost every connector and adapter you would need to connect your antenna that's on your tower. I don't think there's a tower back there. I really don't. Tower Electronics. Visit us at a ham fest near you or call 920-435-2973 or see our whole catalog at pl-259.com. Sorry, one thing we don't have is a tower. Right now, you could be sitting on a beach, sipping a drink with an umbrella in it, and enjoying the good life. But instead, you've decided to listen to Ham Talk Live. So we thank you. And now, here's Neil Rapp with more of the show. Thanks to Scott and Jill and Tower Electronics for sponsoring the show tonight to help bring you Ham Talk Live. They'll be back out on the Hamfest Trail soon, but you can reach them right now at pl-259.com. My guest tonight, Sterling Mann, N0SSC, is from St. Louis, Missouri. He is an antenna design engineer in St. Louis. He became a ham at age 16, one of the former youth editors at ARRL, and has his own YouTube channel about ham radio. And he is president of the Young Amateurs Radio Club, better known as YARC. And Jocelyn Bro, KD8VRX and VA2VRX, first became interested in ham radio as a Boy Scout. He became licensed in 2013 and now holds an extra class license. He is a technical analyst and systems administrator with Vertical Solutions in Cincinnati. So, guys, welcome back to the show. Hey. Good evening, Neil. Thank you for having us on. Yeah, I thank you for coming on because I was like, wait a minute, we need to do a show. (laughs) Yep. Thank you for coming on to the show. Well, we've got a bunch of – oh, go ahead. 
I was going to say, normally Christian, uh, you know, obviously he's busy with his tune-up, but normally he would be the one like, you didn't have anybody else, did you? <laughs> yeah, right. See, he exactly. Thought he, he, Regis. He, he thought he was the lowest. Yeah. <laughs> you know where I was headed. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Regis. Yeah, he's, uh, in fact, I just saw him spotted a while ago, so I know he's on the air right now, but we'll, we'll have to get him to listen to the replay. Well, we've got a bunch of uh, summer at-home activities for youth on the air this summer. We couldn't uh, do the camp. We're still kind of bummed about that. Normally, about this time, you know, we would have been scrambling to put the last few things together and going shopping for food and all that kind of thing and and just putting the final wraps on the uh, the plan and pun intended yes pun intended (laughs) and we're not so we're going to take that week and we're going to do some special stuff but stuff you can do at home just to kind of give everybody a chance to get to know each other a little bit and to give people some things that they can do from home that that are involve ham radio and and get them ready to go to camp and other people can can watch along so that's what we're going to talk about tonight um first of all the the biggest event out of these i guess would be the virtual yoda day and that's going to be on wednesday june 24th it's going to be six hours uh, two to eight in the Eastern time zone. Um, and again, it's the Yoda uh, principles, I guess, would be the way to say it, that uh, the presenters are going to be young people. Now, some of the competitions we're going to have are are, are going to be run by, by old geezers like me and Jocelyn. But, but the forums are going to be youth led so um they're going to be conducting everything and and we'll be there to kind of help them out and structure everything and it's stuff that you can do even if you don't have a radio so we're going to get everybody on zoom and we're going to have like a forum and then we're going to have a competition and then we're going to have a forum and then we're going to have a different competition and we'll have a chance uh for them to win prizes and and if you're not one of those campers that's okay you can still watch and you can play along at home and we're even going to have a prize for watching so you can get a 100 hundred dollar gift certificate to dx engineering just for watching so that's uh, one of the two hundred dollar gift certificates that dx engineering is Graciously provided for us to give away, and Heil Sound. Uh, talked to Bob actually again today, and he's getting ready to ship me a box of stuff. Uh, I'm still not sure quite what's in that box, but he was talking about some some pretty neat stuff. So uh, we'll give those away uh, for the winners of the competition, and then we're going to give away one of the DX Engineering gift certificates as a door prize. And then at the end, we have a grand prize, which we're keeping a surprise. But it, 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 it's a good one. And RNL Electronics um, has very graciously donated 
our grand prize. So we're really looking forward to that. So you can watch on YouTube, and that drawing is going to be at 745 on Wednesday, June 24th. So if you want to watch that and see see who wins, uh, that'd be a great time to show up. So, Sterling, let me go to you first because you have one of these activities. Tell us a little bit about the activity that uh, you're going to be running for this. Yeah, so throughout the whole day, there's, there's like you said, just this, this variety of, basically a variety show of, of different um workshops and lectures and, and activities i'm going to be doing one uh where we're going to use the online like web sdr kiwi sdr system um this one is specific to kiwi sdr because it has some really nifty tools and if you have, if any of you are a fan of the ham radio crash course um you got a, a sneak peek into the uh the house the nuts and bolts of it but basically what do you do when you have some QRM or intentional QRM, if you will, um, of on HF, do you spin your beam? Well, what if you don't have a beam? Uh, do you get a triangulation from all your friends with beam antennas? Well, what if they don't have a beam antenna? Well, you could use a loop antenna. That's not too expensive. But what if you don't have an HF radio? Well, I don't know. What can you do? So there is one option. Kiwi SDR has the system called time delay of arrival tdoa and that in all within your browser all within the the kiwi sdr kind of framework and there's lots and lots of receivers out there that are gps disciplined and they're very accurate and we'll get into why that's important in a minute they they let let you pick a set of receivers and they will focus on a specific signal that you choose and it will do its darndest to find the location of that signal using multilateration. And that's just math, being, meaning it detects the time delay of arrival of that signal at each of these stations. And the time is very important. That's why they're GPS disciplined. Um, they're, they're GPS timed so that you can get a very accurate time of when each part of that signal, almost like a photon of all of the signals, arrive at each of those stations, which gives you an idea of where that station lies or that interference lies uh, and this comes in handy for a lot of things not just finding uh, intentional or unintentional interference but also search and rescue um sos's if you will so it'll be a, a real-time activity everyone gets on uh, kiwi sdr there's plenty of stations for everybody we might do it in like uh, a couple minutes it only takes about 30 seconds to do the whole run and get a get a location and the location, the problem is, the, the, the competition we're going to have is that it's not exact. It gets you close, but not perfectly close. And so whoever of the groups of people or um, individuals, rather, I guess, uh, we can probably do groups or do individuals up to, up to them or up to us. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Um, whoever gets closest wins the prize. Um, and you'll be surprised at how far apart it's, it's like. I'll bet you it's going to be something like closing your eyes and throwing a dart, uh, a fistful of darts at a dartboard, and whoever gets closest to the bullseye wins. Because <laughs> sometimes the algorithm is so is so fiddly. Um, we're going to try to have a station out in the center of the United States so that you can, because one of the caveats is you can only do TDOA or multilateration if the uh, signal is be is is basically being enveloped by these stations so you can draw a circle around that signal of these stations that are listening to that signal that that interference or whatever um 
And so somewhere in the middle of the U.S. So if there's any volunteers out there who want to do like a 30-minute long uh, newsline broadcast, for example, would be the perfect op- opportunity over single sideband or, or even uh, an AM broadcast would, would work even better if there's some if there isn't a you know a contest or a sprint going on. But it's Wednesday, so it should be fine. Um, otherwise, we'll have to find a broadcast station or a long rag chew or something like that to to find and locate. But I'm not sure if. Um, the hams down the street want their location published on the internet. So um, it'd also be really nice to have that that uh, that secret operator, so we know behind the scenes. Oh yeah, he's exactly at this place, and whoever gets closest to there, versus trying to find a call sign and and going by QRZ. So uh, there's a shout out to volunteers there, but hopefully we'll find somebody out there. So that's it in a nutshell. Does that make sense? Yeah, I love the idea. I it was and cool. again, you you can do it from home with a computer. Yeah, you don't need anything. It's free. You, you don't need. You don't even need a fast processor. All of the processing, the math is done on the cloud on somebody else's computer. It's just like a fox hunt too. This is because we were going to have a fox hunt and an ARDF uh, competition at the uh, the real event uh, in 2021. But this kind of, I think, it meets. Uh, it's the next generation of fox hunting, if you will. More stations out there means more accurate uh, uh, multilateration on the HF bands. This won't work too well for VHF or UHF just because there's not uh, enough stations out in the world to uh, you know get a couple miles you know distance because you're going to need to be a lot closer in for that for for VHF UHF line of sight signals. But since HF goes across the ionosphere and across the world, it uh, lets us do that. So it'll be fun, I think. Yeah, and if only we had that back in the days of the Russian woodpecker, when, yeah. when you know it was this big radar, and it would just suddenly appear somewhere, and it, you'd be talking, and all of a sudden you let go and of the mic, and it's like, yeah, and nobody ever knew <laughs> where it, it was coming from, and so if we only had that back then, we'd find out where Chernobyl was, but. <laughs> but anyway, um, so if you're interested in that, again, the the campers are going to be interacting on Zoom and, and uh, you know, and figuring this out. And there's going to be a competition and they can win prizes. But you can watch. OK, so just mm-hmm. go to the Youth on the Air YouTube channel and you can watch. So if you're interested in this, you can watch. You can follow along just like you were in, in the Zoom chat. And you can try to compete. You, you, you just won't win a prize. But if you're <laughs> interested in this, you, you can watch it, too. And you don't have to be 25 or under like, like our, our Yoda people. So um, yeah. you'll have a chance to do and that. You always- and you get a prize if you know one random person watching is going to get a $100 gift certificate. Well, that's true. Yeah, you have to show up now. Um, and you can always practice too. You can do it right now if you go to uh, if you go to Kiwi SDR uh, or if you look up the Hammer Radio Crash Course's most recent video on uh, on TDOA. Um, a really good station to test that with is the uh, um, WWV time signal, um, since we all know where that is. There's also several broadcast stations on 40 meters around the the U.S. the southern part of the United States, and I think there's a couple in. Um, North Carolina or South Carolina, one of the Carolinas, maybe Virginia, uh, over there, um, that uh, will serve as and and plenty in in Europe too. There's a lot of European QBSDR stations, so you can always practice and and hone in your skills before uh, prime time comes. 
I know another event that we're going to have, I was just talking with uh, Audrey K and 4BUN last night about a uh, doing a balloon launch, and she's got some stuff about that and tracking it on APRS. And We, we have some other things. We don't want to give everything away here, but these are the kinds of things that we're having the kids have a chance to do and again the the kids are are doing a lot of the um presentation uh, of all of this stuff as we uh as we develop this program um and and the camp we we want them involved even more in the planning of this that's 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 coming later but um a lot of the that presentation is is being done by them well we have uh some other things going on we also have a special event uh we were going to run w8y all throughout the week of camp uh we are still going to do that so you can work w8y anytime between june 21st and june 26th uh which is when we were supposed to be at camp and the uh, young people who want to do this will take turns operating as W8Y from wherever they are. So W8Y is going to be in, in many different locations, just not all at the same time. Um, so we will break up that week into um, sections and um, different people will be operating from different places. And um, those campers are have the option to sign up for that and then we'll make a schedule out uh marty in n1c is actually going to make that schedule out and and figure that out so we will have a special event on and we'll have a qsl card that you can get we'll get qsls printed up after the fact and and get those sent out um so you can work our special event station and again the campers get to operate the special event station then we have a couple of things for field day and uh, we have the field day club entry which which is pretty easy and and this is for anyone who's 25 or under um we're giving you the option of putting in youth on the air as the club entry on your field day score now we'll talk more about this next week when when paul bork is here but uh, this year, there's a couple of rule changes for field day. Home stations, Class D stations, can work other Class D stations. Normally, you couldn't do that, but because of the pandemic, that was a rule change. And then also, there's going to be a club entry. So a lot of clubs aren't going to have their you know, club gathering. So what you do is you work as a home station and, and everybody in the club works as a home station. And then you put in what club you're with and there will be a combined score for that club. So what we're going to do is we're going to combine all the youth scores. So, you know, you don't have to do this if you're already work, if you're youth and you're already working with another club and you want to put yours into your local club, that's great. Uh, not a problem, but, uh, we are going to offer that option of putting youth on the air in as your club option. And we're we kind of just want to see, you know, you know, how, how many points we can get with all the youth around the country. So, uh, we're going to do that. Now, one thing about the, the special event and the field day events is that you do have to have a U.S. license. 
And so we've got two or three of our people who aren't going to be able to, to do this. We do have one in Mexico, but he has a U.S. license, so he's okay. Uh, but uh, we do have, um, I think, three others uh, that won't be able to participate in these. But um, anyway, uh, we'll have that field day entry. So, again, if you're 25 or under, put youth on the air in on your club if you don't have another club. And um, or you just want to do that if that's your preference and, and put that into the club score. But then we're also going to have a remote station available for field day itself. Uh, we're going to run W8Y, but from a remote. And Jocelyn is the guy that has set all this up. Uh, we were playing with it here a couple of days ago, and it's a really slick setup. So, Jocelyn, tell us about operating field day from a remote. Well, thank you, Neil. And, yeah, um, first going back, so we decided we looked into getting the remote or a remote possibility because we understand that not all campers may have an HF rig available to them. So, uh, as you said before, if they want to run their own field day and they want to use uh, Youth on the Air as the club call, perfect. We'd love it. We, uh, you know, it helps us out. Uh, but if you do not have HF capabilities and you would love to take part in field day, then we've got this remote that was graciously provided by uh, Jay. Uh, it's call signs K4ZLE. And uh, he has a, a decent. Well, it's better than my station, put it that way. Um, I believe is, is the, the station, the remote we're going to be using as a tri-bender so, uh, beam. So 10, 15, and 20 at 70 feet, a 40-meter two-element beam, and an 80-meter sloper. Um, so those are not too bad, uh, you know, not bad for a remote station, put it that way. So, uh, yeah, I uh, we installed the software, and just to make things easy for everybody, uh, we all know that sometimes installing software on different computers and things can get a little quirky. Uh, do you have a logging program? Do you, so to alleviate a lot of the logistics, uh, what we've done is we're going to do a remote desktop. So we've got a virtual server running all the software. And what the, uh, the campers that want to operate for field days uh, and field day remote will do is basically log in at their scheduled time. And then they'll be able to uh, pull up the interface and be able to control the radio, uh, control the rotator, so they can spin the beams around as needed and uh, make some QSOs. The logging software is already there, so they'll be able to log that and uh, take part in field day that way. Um, I know it's going to be a little bit more, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, hoops to jump through in terms of you're trying to manage a software radio and the logging software. So there may be some switching between applications, uh, but it still gives you the possibility of getting on field day and doing it, uh, you know, for uh, for eight, what, eight, sorry, with the call, special call sign, Whiskey 8 Yankee. So uh, that would be interesting. So uh, we're looking forward to uh, testing it out a little further. I think uh, the uh, prelims that Neil and I have done are pretty good looks like it's promising um and we'll just iron out all the small details as they come along yeah i'm really excited about this and, and jay is is an accomplished de-expeditioner and he, he's got uh quite a quite a setup there it, it may not be uh the the, the biggest contest station on the planet but it, he's, he's got a nice setup there and 
we're very thankful for his support. Uh, he was going to take care of our antennas at the hotel for the um, uh, for the physical camp, and uh, so we'll we'll have him uh, get that going next year. And we appreciate his uh, support with this remote. So we will have W8Y on the air um, for field day. So that's uh, another thing that's coming up. And then the other thing is Yoda Online. And this is not, we're not doing this. This is Youngsters on the Air, which is the original, the one we're copying everything from, over in uh, Europe. And uh, they have a monthly get-together for an hour online. And the next one is actually going to be the day after our virtual Yoda Day. So that's going to be on Thursday, June 25th. And that's at 1800 UTC. And uh, you can check out ham-yoda.com check out yoda online so those are the things that we have we're going to come back and we're going to take your calls and we'll talk more about all these summer activities right after this word from icom america right here on ham talk live Get out and be active with ICOM's new IC705 and its optional multifunction backpack. The IC705 is your perfect QRP companion as you have base station features and functionality at the tip of your fingers in a portable package covering HF 6 meters, 2 meters, and 70 centimeters. This compact rig weighs in at 1 kilogram or just over 2 pounds with RF direct sampling for most of the HF band and IF sampling for frequencies above 25 megahertz and a large 4.3 inch color touchscreen with live band scope and waterfall. It runs 5 watts with a battery, 10 watts with a power supply. It has sideband, CW, AM, FM and full D-Star functions, a micro USB connector, Bluetooth, wireless LAN, micro SD card slot, integrated GPS with antenna and GPS logger, and the speaker mic comes standard and supports QRP operations. The perfect accessory for your IC705 is the optional backpack LC192 with a special compartment for your IC705 and room for accessories for soda activations or just a day in the park. Visit icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information about ICOM radios. Join the conversation. Give us a call at 859-982-7373. Again, the number to call is 859-982-7373. Or, if you'd rather type than talk, tweet us at Ham Talk Live. Now, here's Neil Rapp with more Ham Talk Live. What's that call sign again? WB9VPG. That's right, Delium 9 Bainte Pterodactyl Nat, right? Thanks to ICOM America for sponsoring Ham Talk Live. Make sure you check out all their cool stuff at icomamerica.com slash Amateur Ham Talk Live is on the air every Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Time at HamTalkLive.com. Be sure to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And now is the time for your calls. So if you have a question or a comment, uh, give us a call at 859-982-7373. Again, 859 
982-7373. Now is the time to call. You can also tweet us. It's at HamTalkLive over on Twitter. And if you're listening to us on WTWW or on the podcast edition, you won't be able to reach us at the phone number or on Twitter because we're not there at the moment. It's Thursday night, about 932 Eastern time at the moment. So, um, let's, uh, get back to our, um, our guests here. And I know we had somebody trying to call in earlier. So if you, if you were, give us a call again, it's 859-982-7373. Um, well, that, that's a, a rundown of, of what's going on here. And so we're, we've got uh, a lot of stuff going on here in a couple of weeks. Uh, but we're also um, working on finalizing the dates for Yoda Camp 2021. And we're, we're really looking forward to that. So, um, Sterling, uh, what are your thoughts here on, on the camp next year? I'm excited. Uh, I can't wait. Even though I'm uh, I'm an old man, um, relatively, um, it's it's given us a little bit more time to think uh, think everything through and get, make it perfect. And it looks like most of our our people are going to come in, and I think we have just another 365 days to to hype it up and, and get people more excited. I have noticed like I've t- we've taken a breather because I mean you've like many people know have been going through a lot. And uh, and so it's it's been pretty fortunate in one way, but then you know in another way we're still really sad. It's not happening right now, but um, I I can't wait for it. I think it's going to be a game changer for youth and ham radio for sure. Um, and it's going to especially on this side of the on this side of the pond. Yeah, I had a chance to to actually uh, record a little bit um, for. Um, Youngsters on the air, they have a presentation that's going to be on the virtual uh, version of Ham Radio Friedrichshafen, and, and we talked a little bit mm-hmm. about that. And uh, so, if you get a chance, you can you can check that out and watch it. Um, they're going to have uh, a virtual um, event as well, uh, since Friedrichshafen mm-hmm. had to be canceled. So you can check that out. Jocelyn, your your thoughts on next year? Well, I think uh, Sterling summarized it pretty well. I think we're all excited for next year. We're all kind of disappointed that, you know, it's it's not in a few weeks. Um, it, it's We're going to have to wait a little longer. Uh, but as Sterling also mentioned, I think you're juggling a bunch of stuff right now. So I think you'll appreciate the breather, and uh, <laughs> it gives us more. It gives us more time to uh, get everything set properly and be ready to go for next year. But yeah, a little bit of a letdown, um, like a lot of people around the country. Um, you know, the, there are some unforeseen events, and uh, we're going to make best out of it, and just gives us more time to get ready and and knock it out of the park next year. Yeah, there, there's been uh, been a lot going on. The the pandemic has caused a lot of changes and a lot of uh, roadblocks on things that shouldn't have been that difficult. And so, yeah, I, I actually am uh, appreciative of a little more time uh, to to spend on on other things like uh, moving and getting married and that kind of thing. Uh, mm-hmm. finding a, finding a job, um, all, all that fun stuff. And, uh, we've had to, 
we've had to move the wedding. We've had to move the rehearsal. We've had, it's just one thing after another. And so it is kind of nice to have a, a little less going on here in a couple of weeks and, uh, uh, can spend some time getting all of that put together. But, but really everything is, is in place. It's just a matter of, of holding on to everything that we, we had planned and holding on to all the stuff and, and, and making it work. So, yeah, uh, yeah. It, it's, it's, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> I'm, I'm so disappointed <laughs> yep. that we're not doing this because, uh, it's something that we've all put tons and tons and tons of time and effort into. And a lot of people have graciously donated to the cause and, and we were just all, all excited and ready to go, but, but we'll, we'll make it and, and it'll be a, a great event. Sterling, go ahead. I, if I cut you off, no, I was just going to say like there's there's it doesn't seem like there's any we don't have any changes. The, everything that was on schedule is still on the schedule. Same hotel. The dates are in flux. I think they're, they're those are going to change from from year to year. Um, I believe, but in terms of you know um, Kings Island and Dave and Buster's and the ARDF and all the other activities, the Voice of America Museum, all of that still is uh, is in place. So, just just in a holding pattern. Yeah, You're right. It is just a just a holding pattern. Well, if you have a question about any of this or comment, give us a call eight five nine nine eight two seventy three seventy three eight five nine nine eight two seventy three seventy three or tweet us. It's at Ham Talk Live. Or if you're on Spreaker, leave us a comment, and we'll say good evening to Chris, AA4CB, who is listening in live tonight, and also Andy, uh, good to see you in here as well. And and we'll say hello to Philip. Uh, Phil, I noticed Philip sent me a message on, on Telegram here uh, over in Germany. He is the public relations coordinator for Youngsters on the Air. And so um, I didn't, I couldn't respond to his message. But hi, Philip, and thanks for listening. And uh, he said, "Great stuff. We're planning." So uh, that's that's good to hear from the people who um, started this whole thing in the first place. So Sterling, you you experienced that. You you went over to Austria along with Sam in in 2016. Uh, yeah, you know I. I it, I think there's a lot of comparisons between that event and what we're doing. Yeah, essentially, the the event over there is a yearly summer camp. lasts for seven days. I think it's like six days when you're actually on site. Uh, Everyone in each member society sends their contingent. Ours is a little different because our member societies are are fewer. Um, they, They have they have many more smaller countries like we have states, but we're also bringing in people from South America, Central America, Mexico, Canada, um, and inviting, you know, um, those, everyone to join in, in IRA region too. Um, but yeah, it's, it's almost the same thing. I think over, over in the, at least when I went in, in Austria, there's, there's this youth culture, there's this different kind of uh, mentality, I guess. Um, we were at a, a youth hostel. It was a really nice place, really like extravagant almost. Um, um, but we got to do a ton of events and bringing radios everywhere we went. Hike a mountain, soda. Go into an ice cave, 
uh, ICOTA, <laughs> Ice Caves on the Air, um, and do some like tunnel, um, uh, see, see how radio uh, waves are affected inside caves. Um, they have ham, net, ham mesh or ham, ham net, which is their, their almost like completely envelops the whole country of Austria and Germany and France, like the, the centroid of Europe in uh, mesh networking. Got to play with that. Um, but over here in America, things are a little different, but I think we're, like you said, stealing their ideas and, and we're going to try to grow that kind of culture over here and, and create this, you know, international sort of, um, what would you say, uh, fever for ham radio <laughs> from, from the young people. Yeah, you know, I know one of the concerns that you and Sam brought up first was, you know, well, we don't, you know, how do you stay at the museum? Well, you can't. And yeah. so, you know, how, how do you do that? And so, well, we got a hotel right across the street. So, you know, Not we, too we, far you away. Know, yeah. we, we were able to, you know, we, we had a little bit of, of changes that we had to make. And, um, and, you know, it was just a lot of the legalities and insurance and all that kind of stuff. Um, they were, you know, when we asked about it, it was like, what you have to do all that. And it's like, yeah, we have to do all of that over here. So, uh, <laughs> it, it, it was a lot more red tape to go through. Um, but, uh, we were finally able to bust through it and, and make it go. Now, another thing that, that we have accomplished is we worked with the youngsters on the air program over in region one, as well as in, in, in IARU region three, which is, um, Oceania, so that's New Zealand and um, mm-hmm. uh, Thailand, Japan. Uh, those are are kind of the three big areas of Yoda activity in Region Three right now. Um, but we were able to do this December Yoda Month, and um, Jocelyn, I know you were able to to kind of see what was going on with that, and and I think. There was some activity in your basement from that. Uh, you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I we had a bunch of uh, youth around the U.S. that signed up uh, to basically move the call sign around for Yoda Month, and uh, my son Chris uh, was uh, one of the operators. And uh, I know he did it for a little while, and I think all the operators basically did as as, as best as they could. And uh, it was pretty interesting. Um, you know, I think uh, when people hear there's a youth on the air, I think they, they gravitate. It's kind of the, the, the was it, the, the plus 10 dB effect that uh, normally yeah. the ladies have. Uh, same thing <laughs> with, the, with some of the younger kids. Now, as he's growing older, obviously his voice is changing. And uh, I remember telling him uh, a while back to, to enjoy that uh, high-pitched voice while he could. Because <laughs> he was like, I don't know what your problem is not breaking pile up. It's easy. Um, but, uh, yeah, now he's, uh, he's one of us, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I think, I think, uh, it was a good success and we had a, you know, I can't remember how many operators we had, but we had a fair amount and, uh, I think it was, uh, it was fun and everybody had a good time doing it. Yeah. I think we had, uh, I want to say a little over 20 operators maybe and, Worldwide, it was over a hundred thousand cues, so it was it was mm-hmm. pretty impressive. Yeah. So those are some of the things that are going on with youth on the air. And if you want to see more about that and read up on that, see some of the video and some of the um, 
information, go to youthontheair.org, and that's where you'll you'll find all that information. We also try to keep a list of on-air activities of anything that's going on in the Americas. So in North, Central, South America, we're, we're starting to build that, um, getting information from from all around the, the Western Hemisphere is, is a little challenging, so we're, we're a little slow in, in getting that, but we're, we're trying and we're working away at it, trying to, uh, to add all of that. So if you're aware of a youth program um, that's not listed there, let us know, and uh, we, can, we can get that added in. Uh, we're not adding nets because ARRL already has that, so we have a link to them. Uh, but um, any on-the-air activities that has a youth component, we want to list that so people can find it. And, um, you know, it's, it's not just about what we're doing with the camp and with Yoda Month and, and with YARC and the youth contest program, but um, it's also about um, making everyone aware of other youth activities that are out there. And so yep. uh, we want to get those, those listed as well. Well, the, the the clock is is quickly turning, and uh, we're just about out of time. So uh, I will give it uh, out to four final thoughts here. So, Sterling, you want to go first? Sure. Uh, I have to give my um, always shout-out to the Young Amateurs Radio Club. If they're listening, I sent the link, link in there um, mentioning uh, other, other um, you know youth groups out there. One of the largest ones right now that I know about, besides uh, youngsters on the air over in the EU, is YARC, um, Young Amateurs Radio Club. They have a Discord server and a couple thousand people, you know, chilling and hanging out. Um, they occasionally create activities, had a big rift in the community, and then got all settled back out again. And so eventually we'll be seeing a lot more, like, um, activities and uh, contests. Like, we really want to do some more contest uh Adjacent, like not create our own contests, but have like different categories and subcontests, and and ways to get people who don't have HF radio. That seems to be like one of the biggest issues in in youth and ham radios. Like HF radio is where it's at. So what if you don't have an HF radio? Well, you know, we got some options out there. So, um, but yeah, I'm excited for 2021, and I'm excited for this uh, next couple of weeks uh, from now. Get getting this online. Everything's coming online. It's kind of like the thing you say, like. Uh, we did all this work. Everything's coming online, but now it's like literally, <laughs> literally, literally online. online so, yes. Yeah, I'm excited to sit from the comfort of my cold office with my air conditioner, and <laughs> instead of walking out in the <laughs> hot heat of the Ohio summer. So. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It, it is. It is nice to be able to do that. Well, Jocelyn, your your final comments for tonight. Well, I think as uh, as everybody has said, we're really looking forward to uh, you know all the, all this effort for the online and uh, seeing it happen here very shortly. I think it'll be fun for everybody. If anybody out there knows of any youth that might be interested, please pass the website along uh, or turn turn them into this show, um, even as a podcast, so they can kind of hear what we're going to do. There's prizes. That's usually a good thing for kids and. Uh, like I said, it, it should be good and getting ready for a field day like uh, everybody. I think this year we're going to run it out of the house. So, anyways, that, Neil, I'll turn it back to you. 
All right, and we do want to thank uh, Heil Sound and DX Engineering for donating the, the prizes for our competition and our door prizes. And and a big thank you to R&L Electronics for um, donating the grand prize, which is still a mystery. I'm, I'm still not letting it out. It, it's actually sitting in my sight at the moment, but I'm not I'm not telling anybody. So it's here. So we're, we're going to give that away and... Uh, Again, tune in, 745 p.m. on Wednesday, June 24th, over on our YouTube channel, Youth on the Air, and you will be able to watch that giveaway, and and somebody's going to be really excited. I'll just say that. So that's going to be a wrap for this week's edition of Ham Talk Live. Thanks to my guests, Sterling Mann, N0SSC, and Jocelyn Bro, KD8VRX, and everybody out there in cyberspace for listening and calling in, and we invite you back next Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, when Paul Bork, N1SFE, will be here to take your questions about Field Day 2020. For a list of all of our upcoming guests, you can find that at hamtalklive.com. And if you like the show, please leave us a review. That's the, the best thing you can do. That way other people can find this program faster so for now this is neil rap wb9vpg saying 7375 and may the good dx be yours